my bloody God. I'm so excited. This is the first episode of my podcast exactly with me, Florence Given. I've wanted to do a podcast for so long and I'm so excited that you're here joining me on this journey to discuss these really meaty and broad topics. I'll be speaking to a whole wide range of voices and some of them have just properly blown my mind. So I started this podcast because I want to host conversations that allow for the complexity that these topics hold. I just think that there's not enough space for nuance and all the colours and the wonderful juicy stuff that we have in life to fit into an Instagram caption. It's always been so important for me to bring people together. I love doing this through my Instagram, through live events, through whatever means I can. I love bringing people together and I want us to lean more into compassion and curiosity than anything in life. So I'm so excited to do this podcast and just thank you so much for listening. I'm fascinated by different perspectives and philosophies on life. So in this first season of Exactly, we're diving deep into five topics of conversation sex, social media, feminism, relationships and body image and exploring them all from different angles with incredible guests. And in this first mini-series, we're talking all about sex. We're talking about pussy, we're talking about confidence and we're going to be talking about confidence with your pussy. I really want to explore this subject because there's so much shame wrapped around sex for women and it's time for that to stop. At the end of this episode, I'll be answering the questions you've sent in via my Instagram stories on each topic that we discuss. Then, in episode four, we're opening up the phone lines to talk about sex, and I want to include you in the conversation. You can join my guest and I as we discuss this topic and everything that we've covered on sex in this mini-series. Just drop me a message on WhatsApp on plus four four seven eight nine zero three zero two six six five, and we'll be in touch. kick off this road of discovery, I'm speaking to the one and only Miss Erica Storm. She is a force of fucking nature that feels no shame. We're going to be talking about confidence, sex, and how to liberate yourself sexually. Sexual liberation to me is acknowledging your pleasure as something that is important, a language of your body that needs to be studied and developed, and one that you can eventually teach to other people. Everyone's sexual language is different. You're not going to learn what turns you on right away. It takes years and years of practice and experience and paying attention to yourself and your desires. What's harder even, if you haven't explored pleasure on your own, is figuring out if what you're doing in the bedroom is because it's what you've learned in porn or because you're performing to the gaze of your partner. I believe that the reason a lot of us have unsatisfying sex is because of fear and shame. But sex isn't supposed to be fearful, it's supposed to be playful. You're supposed to be present. Fear and playfulness don't go together. We can end up performing sex instead of being active participants. Joining me today to discuss this topic is Miss Erica Storm. When we recorded this interview, my guest Miss Erica was known as Madame Storm, so you'll hear me refer to her by that name in the interview. I think she's the perfect guest for this episode because she's helping other women step into their sexual power and freeing themselves from the shame, trauma and unworthiness that gets in the way of experiencing freedom and fulfillment in the bedroom, the dungeon or even in the office. Miss Erica Storm, formerly known as Madame Storm, has worked as a dominatrix and seductress for over 12 years and she believes that every woman can feel confident and empowered by connecting and igniting with their erotic power. As well as working as a dominatrix, she is an empowerment coach and offers a range of services that help women to be confident and sexually empowered. She runs the famous Strut Masterclass, which shows women how to walk confidently in their high heels whilst owning their space. She also runs workshops and mistress training. 
Hello, Madam Storm. I'm so excited to speak to you today. Hello, my darling. Likewise. You look absolutely incredible. So I'm, I'm so excited to speak to you and we're going to dive right into it after I've done my Flosses 5. Basically, I ask all of my guests five questions. Just give the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, it's okay. just a bit of an icebreaker to just get us going. Okay? Okay, cool. Okay. What three things make you feel like your soul is on fire? A place, a person, food, an event? What the three sound things? of the crack of my whip, honey. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh my God, amazing. Okay, so that's number one. That's number, number one. Two. Sex. Okay. Good sex. Yeah. The ones that make you squat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, honey, good dick will make you feel wonderful. <laughs> Okay, number three. Teaching, teaching and coaching. Um, when I see okay. my women go through their, their journey right in front of my eyes, that for me mm. is just the best feeling in the world. Rewarding as hell, right? So rewarding. It's so rewarding. So as much as they say I inspire them, they mm. also inspire me. Yeah, it's very reciprocal. I completely relate to that. Yeah. So number two of the quick fire questions is, if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life, a look that would define you forever, what would that outfit be? What oh, that's be easy. My birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. What's something that people frequently misunderstand or get wrong about you? Oh, that's a good one. They always say to me, I can't believe how nice and friendly you are. Mm, Okay. There's a lot behind that as well, I could imagine. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. Finish this sentence. I'm still a work in progress when it comes to... Becoming the woman I'm destined to be. Amazing answer. Wow. When was the last time you majorly cringed at yourself? Cringe? At yourself. Perhaps it's something you you did in the past. It could be little. It could be... No. No. <laughs> no. 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 I was going to say, do you even cringe? <laughs> no, no. No. Because, you know, no. I, I accept all of me, the good and yeah. the bad, and everything that I have God. done in the past made me the person I am today. And everything that Absolutely. I have experienced has been a lesson and an important mm. part of my self journey. So. So no. That's beautiful. Abs- yeah, absolutely no shame no, wrapped around. No shame in my game, honey. Now we're going to get right into it. How did you become a dominatrix? And could you explain what a dominatrix does? Okay, so, I mean, I've been a professional dom coming up to 12 years now. And I was on the journey of finding a place where I can just be my true authentic self. And I'm a big believer in energy. So I was always surrounded by women who worked in the sex industry, whether they were erotic dancers or escorts. And literally just through conversations, um, I started to find out about the world of BDSM. And it was actually a lady who was speaking to me about setting up her own dungeon with her sister. And I was really intrigued and I was asking her loads of questions and, you know, she's like, yeah, we're building this dungeon. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. But in the back of my mind, I was like, what the fuck? And she was saying, yeah, we're just ordering some whips and chains. I was like, okay, sister, because she she was a black girl. I said, okay, you you need to break it down for me. What is this? (laughs) You know, what is it all about? Because when I heard the word mistress, the first thought that came to mind was, 
uh, you know, a man who's married, his lady on the side is a mistress. So she was like, no, that's not what mistress is. And she started to explain to me that it's a dominant woman who's in charge and, and she gets paid. And I said, she gets what now? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. Um, so then I, I went off and I did my own research and I started researching and I, I found this lady online and she was a dominatrix. I contacted her and I said, look, I'm really interested in becoming a dominatrix you know, can I come and meet you? And she was so open. She was like, yeah, no problem. Come to my home. And she opened the door and she was just this beautiful woman. So elegant, spoke very well. She invited me up the stairs, walked up to the stairs. And there was this man standing with a tray of champagne, completely naked. And, um, She's like, you know, oh take 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 a seat. The guy served me and in her living room. Was, was this just, her home? This her was home. her home. And in okay. her living room, there was just books everywhere. And we oh. straight away, we connected. She loved the fact that I had a an understanding of what it was to be a strong woman, you know, because for me, you know, being a black woman, I was raised to be strong. For so long, I had been bullied and penalized for my strength. And here I was having this liberating conversation with an older woman who was able to converse with me about the power of being a woman and the psychology behind being a dom and the psychology behind having a submissive individual that you play with. So as okay. we, you know, we drank our champagne and we had a giggle and, <laughs> you know, spoke about sex and, and all this wonderful mm -hmm. stuff. She said to me, would you like to see my dungeon? And I was like, yes, please. So this man who was standing there completely just disappeared and um, went downstairs into this room. And that was my first experience of being in a dungeon. And it just had whips and canes and it had strap-ons and dildos. And I, you know, and wow. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, because I'm a young woman. I'm in my, tw <laughs> I'm in my twenties, you know, I'm, you know, yeah. fastly approaching 40 now. Um, so yes, yeah, so I was in my twenties. This was very, very new to me. And she strapped him up and she started to cane him. And then she said to me, would you like to have a go? And I said, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that was the moment I fell in love, you know, and she said oh to me, you are an absolute natural. And I was like, I am home, honey. Yeah. I am home. <laughs> so literally I went off, got a website created, created my name, and I invested in my first costume, which is my black latex catsuit. And it cost me a fortune, but I wanted to invest in myself and I understood branding and I understood marketing and I just went for it. And many 12 years later, I'm still here. Like you said, it's your craft and you knew that you had to invest that money into something. Absolutely. And also I feel like when you when you do invest in yourself, it comes right back. Absolutely. And then there's another thing as well, my darling, that I've noticed that women are very uncomfortable with charging. So this madam, she says, she said to me, well, you know, the starting price is £150 an hour. <clears throat> but once you're in this industry, as long as me, you know, you can you can get 175 200 And within six months, I was charging 400 <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking brilliant that's that's amazing do you feel like you've always possessed that confidence to 
command what's right for you? Or was that learned through becoming a dom? Did you start off small with your prices and then learn your worth as you went along? Or? Yeah, I always had that belief <clears throat> um, that you should be comfortable with your self-worth. But that doesn't mean that it hasn't been a journey. I'm still growing with that because even now, I mean, I'm much more confident and comfortable now with setting my prices. But as I was growing through it, sometimes I started to feel a bit scared. I was scared of my own power. I had a client. Yes, yes, right? You can be scared of your own power. And I think a lot of women are Mm. because it can be quite scary. stepping into it? Yes. Because of the reaction that it elicits from other people. Oh my God, yes, yeah, absolutely. That's why. It's not because you're afraid of it. I think actually it makes you feel amazing to step into it. It's uh, the people you lose along the way because they preferred you when you were small. Oh It's gosh, the, yes. how the people around you change. And I think that's, for me anyway, that's <clears throat> why I fear my own power sometimes. Yes, yes. But you know, when you're in this world, I didn't have anyone else that I can converse with. So when you don't quite understand something, but it's making you feel charged, like you feel charged and you you feel so alive and you're like, fuck, what do I do with all this power? You know, and we're, we're grown to feel ashamed of our erotic power as women, you know, to feel ashamed of our, our sexuality and how we express ourselves. And I remember one time I had a client and his whole body was just shaking and it scared him to know how much, I influenced him because I did, um, yeah, I did erotic hypnosis with him. So again, I was just stimulating his mind, you know, so he came in thinking he wanted apples, but by reading him and understanding, I realized that really he wanted strawberries and that in itself shocked him. And that's the art of being a dom is understanding really what your client's desires are and getting it out of them. So that was my first experience of really kind of like, holy shit, like I'm powerful. I've I've got something here. Powerful as fuck. Yeah. And this is why I was bullied. This is why I always stood out, you know? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I think it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? Where the parts of you that were humiliated, that were doused in shame as a child or growing up then become the parts that you harness and turn into some kind of creative craft and actually prepares you for to to thrive in the world and yeah yeah, to be your own creative person 